The New York Islanders got excellent goaltending from Semyon Varlamov and shut out the Columbus Blue Jackets 2-0. We have our key takeaways from the game, including our hero and go to the game, and we take a look at tonight's big clash with the Detroit Red Wings. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. And you can also now find us on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Locked On Islanders. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Lots to get to on today's show. A big 2 nothing win over the Blue Jackets Saturday. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I am also live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for instant insight and analysis. And hey, it's always great to talk Islanders hockey with fellow Islander fans, game time or anytime. So join us for that. So, a nice win for the Islanders Saturday in Columbus. Anytime you get a road win, that is always a good thing. Anytime you get a road win against a division opponent, that is always a good thing. And to me, the biggest takeaways from this game, number one, the team did what it had to do as far as playing balanced hockey. I don't think any of the Four lines played poorly. I think clearly the uh, Nelson, Engvall, and Palmieri line was the most consistent and the best. And, of course, Palmieri netting the game-winning goal a a whole four minutes and 15 seconds into the game. But, you know, that was good, and Engvall set him up on that goal. And then, of course, Matt Martin scoring on a rebound of a shot by Casey Sezikis for the clinching goal with a little less than four minutes left in the game, and the rest 
was Semyon Varlamov. Varley just outstanding in this game. 34 saves for Semyon Varlamov. And, you know, he just stepped up and did the job. And when you consider the fact that this is only his second game of the season, that he really goes, you know, a week without playing. I mean, you know, here the Islanders have played seven games and he's played two of them. Uh, you know, went literally a whole week in between games, went two weeks in between games almost before that because he played, what, in the second-to-last preseason game and then didn't play again until October 21st against Buffalo. So it's it's really one game a week for Varley, and yet he is able to be sharp through those two starts, a 1-5-1 goals against average and a 9-61 save percentage, and yet he's 1-1. One one. So go figure, you know, the lack of goal support. Got to give him credit, though. It wasn't just the number of saves, but the type of saves. When the Islanders did make mistakes, and they did make some defensively over the course of the game, Varley stepped up, came up big, and that is what you need from your goalie. It isn't just the number of saves, it's when and sometimes how, and Varlamov was on top of his game in that respect. And then, you know, defensively, Here's a statistic that I think gets a little overlooked. You know how many shots on goal Johnny Goudreau had for the Columbus Blue Jackets on Saturday? Well, if you guessed zero, you would be absolutely right. And when you hold, you know, Goudreau to zero shots and Adam Fantilli, he had four shots, but maybe one was a really good scoring chance. You know, that is solid team defense. And for the most part, the Islanders indeed played solid team defense. And then again, another facet that I think was a big help. How about the faceoff circle? Casey Sezikis, 9 out of 12 in the faceoff circle. J.G. Pajot, 8 out of 10, which makes up for Bo Horvat only winning 2 out of 9. But again, Overall, the Islanders were able to roll four lines in this game, and I think that was absolutely huge. They had only three penalties that they had to kill throughout the game. That also makes a big difference, and I think they played more of the Islanders' style of hockey. It wasn't perfect. They certainly still have things they need to clean up defensively, but overall, again, when you roll four lines, the forward who played the least amount of ice time in this game was Matt Martin with 11.05, which is a far cry from the five or six minutes that they got in Thursday's game where they had to kill eight power plays off. And then even Samuel Bolduc, who had the least amount of ice time overall with 10 minutes and 15 seconds, Bolduc was a plus one. And, uh, again, did what he needed to do. Wasn't spectacular, but was steady. And I think the Islanders definitely miss Scott Mayfield. You know Mayfield is a tough guy. If he's able to play, you know he's going to play. And yet, you know, by allowing Bolduc to play 10 minutes in this game, 
you're really improving the situation because you, when Bolduc is playing five or six minutes, you're essentially playing with five defensemen. Those defensemen get tired, and it takes away from what your team is trying to do. And then let, let's give some kudos to Noah Dobson. Yeah, he had a, a penalty in this game and had a couple of moments in his own zone. But he also led the team with 25 and a half, practically, minutes of ice time. And you can see, while it's not perfect, and it's not flawless, especially in the defensive zone, he's getting better in that area, and he just seems to be playing a little smarter with the puck overall. He is developing into that 24-25 minute a game kind of a player who can provide you with offense and won't hurt you too much in the defensive zone. It's going to take time. There are still going to be bumps on the road. Remember, Dauber is still only 23 years old. But I am very happy so far. And again, it's it's a small sample size when your team has only played, what, seven games this year? But in that small sample size, Dobson right now tied for the team lead with seven points in seven games. And he he's a plus two he is playing smarter in his own zone, and I, I just like more and more what I'm seeing from Noah Dobson. So he's got to keep it up. Long way to go. Not saying that, you know, he's a great defensive defenseman. He may never be one, but he's improving in that area. He's improving with his puck making, you know, his decision making with the puck. I'd like to see him improve a little more on the power play, but. The power play at least is getting more looks and is not, with a couple of exceptions, being a total embarrassment and momentum killer for this team. And look, I, I want to see more of that from the New York Islanders. Those are the next steps that this team needs to take to win more consistently. And hopefully we start to see more of that. So some really good plays. We've got more to get to on today's show. We're going to have our hero of the game, our go to the game, and uh, we will also talk about which lines are clicking the most and that search for the third forward on that Barzal and uh, Horvat line continues. We'll break all of that down. Plus, uh, our Islanders' birthday of the day, probably the best player well, clearly the best defenseman in Islanders history just had a birthday. Let's see if you can guess who that is. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry about your buying tickets to the next big event. So, Game Time is the fast and easy way to get tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best practice guarantee, game best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. My favorite feature, you got the flash deals, I love those, but my favorite is that on the app you could see the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what you're getting before you purchase the tickets. And they've got deals right up until the start of the event and even an after hour it starts, this is the place to get last minute tickets. 
Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Just take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off Game Time. Just download the app, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, the lines. Who's clicking, who's not. It was good to see the Nelson uh, Engvall Palmieri line clicking again. They had struggled. They were all plus ones. They had struggled a little bit the last two or three games. And it's no surprise that the Islanders lost those games because, let's face it, this line has been the most consistent and the most productive for the New York Islanders over the course of the season. Who leads the Islanders in goals right now? Well, it's a tie. Kyle Palmieri has three. Brock Nelson has three. And yeah, Bo Horvat has three. Palmieri first on the team in overall points, tied with Dauber with seven in seven games. But that is the line that really has been getting the job done. Meanwhile, That top line, I'm still not sold on Anders Lee being there with Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzal. And Barzy, you know, really at this point, you know, not bad. Five points in seven games, but Anders Lee just a goal and an assist in seven games. They need to get more from Lee, and I don't think the top line is really the place to put him couple of guys who are struggling without goals right now. J.G. Pajot with only two assists in seven games. He's a minus four. And I don't think we've seen that Pajot line really click the way we want to see it click. They had uh, against Columbus. And again, Lane Lambert continues to sort of juggle his line combinations. But... We saw Pajot, Holmstrom, and Wallstrom. I like the fact that Wallstrom seems to be getting a little stronger every game. He's played a few more minutes, and he's starting to make a few plays. He hasn't finished them yet, but he's starting to get some more quality chances over the course of games. And Holmstrom even has shown some flashes. Again, not thrilled with Pajot, Holmstrom, and Wallstrom as a threesome as a line combination, but they're getting there. And now the identity line has put together uh, a a couple of solid games in a row. So, you know, the problem that I'm seeing right now is if you're not going to break up the identity line, and, and Lambert did a little bit moving, you know, switching Wallstrom and Clutterbuck a couple of games back for part of the game when the offense was struggling, but if you're not going to break up the identity line and you're not going to break up Nelson Engvall and Palmieri, there just doesn't seem to be the right combinations out there to fill in your other two lines. I would still like to see Julian Gauthier get in the lineup, especially against quicker opponents. And I would still like to see uh, someone other than Anders Lee on that top line. And maybe maybe you give Palmieri a shot at some point because of how well he's playing, but I do understand the reluctance to break up that threesome. As far as our hero and our goat of the game, the hero has got to be Semyon Varlamov. 
34 saves in 34 shots faced and just playing at the top of his game. Go to the game, it's tough to find anybody really to put in that category. Uh, I, I am really going to say that there wasn't really a goat of the game in this one. So I am going to leave it blank. If you guys have a suggestion or a player that you think really struggled in this game and deserved the go to the game, uh, you know, comment on YouTube or on Twitter and, and let me know. Oh, and by the way, did I mention eight shots on goal for Brock Nelson in this game just to tell you how well that top line or t- technically the second line uh, has been clicking. We just need to get a little more consistency from the first line, the third line, those two lines, you know, I just don't see them playing consistently well. Bo and Barzi are starting to get chemistry. I don't want to break them up as a duo, but finding that right third piece remains elusive. And, you know, Lane Lambert, he does like to switch his lines up mid-game, especially when this team is struggling. The, the concern I have, even in the last two wins, the Islanders require an outstanding performance from their goalie, whether it's Ilya Sorokin or Semyon Varlamov. If they don't get that outstanding goaltending performance, they don't score consistently well enough to win games 4-1, to one, you know, or 6-4. to four. They're going to win 2 nothing. I mean, look look at the schedule, the way it is sort of played out for the Islanders, and their wins have been three to two, two to nothing. Uh, You know, you're getting wins that are, you know, three to two, one to nothing, three to two, two to nothing. Your losses, you're giving up five, three, seven. Once you give up more than three goals, the odds of this team winning are slim, and you really need that outstanding goaltending play to win. They have it, but I again, if that's the case, I would like to see this team dictate play a little bit more and play a defensive first style like they did against Columbus, like they did against Arizona, that results in, you know, Fulfilling that goal of winning three to two, two to one, two to one, two to nothing, whatever it may be, that's how this team is going to win hockey games. All right, we have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We'll have our Islanders birthday of the day coming up. Plus, we have a full preview of tonight's big game against the Red Wings, one of the teams that the New York Islanders are going to be chasing most likely for one of those final playoff spots in the Eastern Conference. So we'll break down the Red Wings, the keys to victory, and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, 
There's no better time to get in on the action. And there's an easy-to-use app with a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and a lot more. And hey, great time of year, October, my favorite time of the sports calendar, the World Series. You got the NFL, college football, NBA underway, and of course you could use your knowledge of the Islanders in the NHL as well. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the National Football League. So it's the Islanders and the Detroit Red Wings tonight. Big game coming up at the UBS Arena. 7.30 start to this one. And the Red Wings, 5-3-1 on the season, but they have lost their last three games uh, losing on the road in Boston 4-1 to on Saturday, losing Thursday at home against Winnipeg 4-1, to and then losing two days before that on Tuesday to the Seattle Kraken 5-4. to So uh, defensively, things not looking quite as good over the last three games for this Red Wings team, and yet they lead the league uh, in goals scored with 36 through their first nine games. It's the goals against that has been the problem. And it, it's interesting because they have two goalies in Billy Huso and, and James Reimer. Huso has a 3.33 goals against average and an 894 save percentage. Reimer has a 168 goals against average and a 939 save percentage. But Reimer just played... Uh, in the last game against Boston, so it's likely we see Huso tonight uh, against the Islanders, and I'm assuming the Isles will be going with uh, Ilya Sorokin. Dylan Larkin has 15 points in nine games, 11 of those assists, but Alex Dabrinkit, the one who got away, although again, he wanted to play for his hometown team in Detroit, Nine goals in his first nine games in a Red Wings uniform. 13 points and three of those goals coming with the man advantage. Uh, Morris Sider has eight points and Shane Gostisbehere has nine points in nine games. So again, offensively, Detroit getting it done. Uh, Their power play right now, third in the league. 34.3%. The penalty kill, not bad at 11th in the league. 82.9% PK success rate. Uh, The Islanders clearly have to keep out of the penalty box. You can't give the potent Red Wings power play a lot of chances to get the job done against the Islanders. The line combinations for... Detroit, and this is obviously as of Saturday's game. Dylan Larkin, Alex DeBrinket, Lucas Raymond, a skilled and dangerous top line. J.D. Comfer is the second line center with David Perron and Andrew Kopp flanking him. Joe Valeno is the third line center. He has Michael Rasmussen to his left, Daniel Sprong to his right. And then from left to right on the fourth line, Kleem Kostin, Austin Zarnick, and Christian Fisher. Jake Wallman and Morris Sider are the top defense pair. Shane Gostisbehere and Justin Hole, the second pair. Jeff Petrie and Ben Sherratt are the third pair. And then uh, Robbie Fabry now out with an injury. Huso uh, 
is the starting goaltender, and then you have Reimer and Alex Lyon in reserve right now. So that's the lineup the Islanders will face. Let's get to the keys to victory. Obviously, I think number one has got to be stay out of the penalty box. The penalty parade that we saw last Thursday against Ottawa, you're not going to be able to get away with that against this dangerous Detroit power play. So stay out of the box, and that means keep your skates moving, be sound positionally, because too many of these penalties are, they don't move their feet, and all of a sudden, they're in trouble because they have to pull somebody down, hook them, trip them, uh, because they are beaten and don't have the speed to catch up. Obviously, you need strong goaltending, and I think the other thing is tie up the middle of the ice. Definitely do not give Dylan Larkin, J.D. Comfort, Alex Debrinkit, Morris Sider, you can't give them time and space in the neutral zone because that will kill you. You do that and that's when you get those penalties because you're beaten and you're out of position and you pull somebody down. So play Islanders hockey, dictate the tempo of the game and you have a much better chance of winning. And then one more thing, get in on that four check. Put some pressure on the Detroit defense because they're struggling with their confidence a little bit right now. And you want to keep that doubt and let it grow, if at all possible. All right, time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. It's a special one, Sunday was the 70th birthday. Boy, does that make me feel old. The 70th birthday of Islanders Hall of Fame defenseman Dennis Potvan. First overall pick in the 1973 draft, first round. Bill Torrey had multiple offers uh, for that pick from the Canadians, from the Rangers, from a few other teams. Did not make the deal. And Potvan went on to win the Calder Trophy, and then three Norris trophies for the Islanders. Had back-to-back 30-goal seasons in 77-78 and 78-79. And in 78-79, 101 points in 73 games. He was the captain of all four Stanley Cup-winning teams. Scored 310 goals and 1,052 points in 1,060 regular season games. And then 56 goals and 164 points in 185 playoff games. Think about this. Uh, Hall of Famer, probably, you know, the best Islander defenseman, maybe arguably the best Islander player of all time, but I think the most unique and best tribute to any player is the fact that here we are. You know, he retired in 1988. And yet, Ranger fans at Madison Square Garden are still doing their pot van chants here, uh, you know, 30-plus years after he retired. We go back and look at one of his better games as an Islander. Let's go to a playoff game, April 17th, 1981, at the Old Barn, the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. This is Game 2 of the Islanders' quarterfinal series with the Edmonton Oilers. Islanders up in the series, one to nothing. And in this game, Andy Moog, the goalie for Edmonton, 
Billy Smith, of course, the goalie for the Islanders. And Dennis Potvan gets a hat trick and two assists. So a five-point effort does the three goals in four shots, gets the game winner as the Islanders down the Oilers, Wayne Gretzky and company, by a final score of 6-3. to three. And Dennis Potvan in on five of the Islanders' six goals. The only one he wasn't in on, the empty net goal to clinch it at the end by Brian Trottier. So Dennis Potvan, a dominant defenseman, good on the hip check, not just good at piling up points, but also physical and good in his own zone and a leader. And, uh, yeah, you could pick up those Potvan socks as well uh, if you look for them on the Internet. But Dennis Potvan is our Islanders' birthday of the day. And happy belated birthday by one day to Dennis Potvan. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We'll have our key takeaways from tonight's game against the Detroit Red Wings is uh, to me this game is going to be like a a little bit of an indicator of how good this team can be so make sure you join us for that we'll have our hero and goat of the game and a lot more until then stay safe everybody have a great day and of course let's go Islanders